What is up, motherfuckers? Welcome back to another episode of The Color Pink. I am Mika, the host of this solo podcast, and I am pleased to welcome you into The Color Pink Daily Experience. I'm just kidding. I'm making it sound really a lot more than it actually is. I'm literally in my bedroom recording this on like a plug-in microphone on an iPad. Like, it's nothing spectacular, or is it? In this episode, we're going to be talking about the joy of being wrong. Let's get started. So, this episode is going to be a little bit more of a bite-sized episode for a number of reasons. Number one, I'm going to need to use my voice a lot today, and I already have used my voice a lot today, so I need to make sure it's not gone. Number two, um, running a bit of a tight schedule today, not in the normal sense of having a lot to do, but having a lot to not do. It's one of those like intentional rest days to keep myself sane. And third, this is really like a light-hearted, not-so-heavy kind of episode. So it's nice. I anticipate a lot of um, new people discovering the podcast over the weekend, which is why I decided to do a um, lighter episode today. Like, the landing point. Make it a bit light. So, all you new people, welcome to The Color Pink. I'm pleased to have you. I'm Mika. I'm the solo host of this podcast. And basically, this podcast is about me learning or using or giving um, insights or dishing out fresh takes, fresh hot takes from stuff I've lived explicitly. So I'm very um, intentional about the fact that I don't talk about shit that I didn't learn myself. I sometimes use it as inspiration to talk about stuff as it related to my experience, but I only derive um, all these perspectives from what I've tried myself and what I've done myself. So I find that it's quite um, authentic. I find that it's quite unpretentious, which is something that a lot of this kind of content lacks, I feel like. It's a lot of just people who don't know what they're talking about because they've never lived it, trying to talk about something that they don't understand because they haven't lived it. I'm not like that. Or at least I try not to be like that. Um, If I am, then I guess fuck off, don't listen to this podcast because that would be annoying. Anyway, getting into this episode... This episode's about the joy of being wrong. Now, there's a few ways that I could have approached this. And to give to start off, I want to give you the logical way um, of approaching being wrong. So, in my mind, when I think of being wrong, I think of like it being a skill that is very useful for you when you are doing risky shit. In other words, in my mind, in my brain, I think, well... If I'm okay with falling, then I can jump more often or jump higher or jump further. Like if you know how to land or you know how to get up, get back up and like dust yourself off when you don't land, then it's much more safe to take jumps, to take leaps. And like metaphors aside or analogies aside, I find that this is especially true for for like the risky stuff that I do as a person. I don't really consider myself a rebel. I just consider myself someone who has feelings and acts on them. That's not necessarily a rebel. Like a lot of my um, values are pretty conventional, although it may not seem that way. But I tend to act on it a little bit more than I generally perceive other people do. So this is important, the ability to fall. Because uh, the, the constructs, the world that we live in is not made for people who take action. Like, I'm not trying to make that 
make that up to sound like cool. I'm just saying that's not how a lot of our institutions are structured. Like the school system is created was created for factory workers, nine to five jobs. Like that's not made for productivity. That's made for God knows what reason. I don't. I can't pull the facts out of my asshole right now. But that's for sure as hell not the most productive way to work nine to five on the nine to five schedule on five days a week, whatever bullshit. So when you have like a strong inner drive and you act on it and you are compelled to act on it as I do, you tend to, you tend to bump into things. You tend to bump into walls and get stopped and fall flat on your face. And because of that lifestyle, and I do this for everything, like the ability to get back up is really important. And obviously you don't have to be quote unquote a rebel to, um, to benefit from this ability to fail. I feel like this is kind of like a safety net. If you know how to fall and get back up, then you are more like insulated. You're more protected from shit when like when shit happens in life. And like this is getting into more general territory, so I won't get too deep into it, but basically I mentioned that to say all that just to say like it's it's a useful skill to have when when you know how to fall and catch yourself and get back up if you don't catch yourself. Now, on to a little bit more of the less serious... Oh, that's a bit of a contradiction right there. More of the less... On to a little bit of the less um, focused stuff in this episode. This was actually inspired by, of course, two events where I was wrong. Um, and that's why it's called the joy of being wrong. Obviously, like, I'm... I'm at a point with certain things where I can be wrong about them, like horribly wrong, and it makes me happy. It makes me not um, upset. There's no, there's no pride or ego attached to it anymore. It's just joy in the discovery. And one of those things is with people. I love it when I'm wrong with people because I tend to be either overly optimistic or overly pessimistic. Usually when I'm overly optimistic, I'm hardly wrong. So, like, I have a pretty good read on that. When I'm overly pessimistic, that's when I'm usually most of the time wrong. And so, because of that, when I'm wrong about people, it's because I'm overly pessimistic. And, you know, obviously if you're wrong about being overly pessimistic, they're better people than you thought. Or you like them more than you thought. And that is a really fun thing to have. A fun thing to be. A fun state, a fun place to be in. So this episode was inspired by one of those things. I went out to um, lunch with this friend of a friend, of a friend, actually. It's like a third degree friend, um, which is not to say it's a bad, she's a bad friend. It's just, you know, that's how I know her, from a friend of a friend of a friend. Um, and so, you know, situationally, like, ended up going to lunch with her, having lunch, whatever, and... Um, obviously, you know, people talk and, you know, one thing led to another and we were having like a, we were vibing on like this deep intellectual level as she was calling it. That's something that I don't really recall having a, that kind of connection with many people. I don't have that connection with many people because um, either people just don't fuck with me that way or people just don't, are not used to digging up or opening so deep. So that was nice. Like that was refreshing. But what kept sticking out to me when I noticed, wow, you're actually, you've actually got a lot to say on this, which is pretty interesting. It's this fascinating perspective. What I kept bumping up against was, man, I thought you were the shallowest piece of shit to ever walk planet Earth. Like, no, I have to be careful here. I have to be a little bit less insulting. 
um, because I think she's probably listening to this right now. Um, but like, no offense, but I mean, that was my read. You you get like point telltale signs, telltale pointers from people about like what they are, and my pointers were broken. Like my judgment system was obviously inaccurate in this instance, and probably I suspect in a lot of instances where um, I thought that that stuff wasn't really there and it was and that's a beautiful thing to um to have like so much so that this is like a, getting a little bit like detailed but i want to like really paint a picture to you of how genuine this is like how genuinely happy i am to be wrong in a lot of instances and this is one of them i was just so um happy that i was wrong about this person that I just kept laughing and smiling the whole time. And it it might have been perceived as social awkwardness, which I guess is unfortunate, but it's really just just joy. Like joy at the fact that I was wrong about this person, that like she was a lot a lot a lot more than what I initially got a first impression of. And that's like that's amazing. That's fantastic. That's what inspired this episode. It's that instance of me being horribly off. And it made me think about all the times where... All, or, or all the current things which I currently have like deep-rooted assumptions about. I mean, you can talk about people. Like people I don't hang out with, for instance. Because I believe they're a certain way. And I could be wrong about that. But you can also talk about you know habits. Like if you've been around this podcast for a while you know that I'm directly opposed to any kind of structure when it comes to time. Like, I'm actually making a video right now inspired by a fan from this podcast, actually, a conversation with a fan from this podcast about my normal day. So I basically, the start of the video is, here is my schedule, here's what I got to do today. And the video is basically, here's how I'm reacting to things changing on the fly. Here's how I'm doing these things. And at the end of the day, so this is what I did today. It's like a summary. So basically going through a day with a focus on my schedule, my extremely packed schedule. And yesterday was the filming of that video, which means obviously I had to do the work, which was um, like 13-ish hours of solid work. So it was it was like pretty intense. It's not a normal day, but it was a day nonetheless. And it was something I actually did and it was intense. And like the key around that revolves around that is um, I have no structure when it comes to time. Like the only structure is I put shit on my calendar when I do it. If I'm doing work, I write down what it is on the calendar. If I'm not, it's blank and it's open. And like I track everything when it comes to what I do, but I don't plan, okay, today at 5 p.m., I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write this thing. Like I have no, I'm completely opposed to that. Now, that's because I have had a lot of bad experiences with structure when it comes to time in the past and still do actually. Um, so, you know school, timetables, 9 to 5 jobs, sit at your desk, do your work, 12 o'clock is lunch break, 12.30, be back by 12.45, and like all that structure, it just never has ended well for me. Well, there's no, there's like, there's no question that I would benefit from some more structure to my time. And I'm starting to introduce that bit by bit, but like that's just one example of an assumption where I'm definitely, most definitely wrong about, which is limiting my upside. And like obviously there's you can make like much bigger um you can make much bigger guesses you know that's just my time what about the people i hang out with what about my values what about like deep shit like that and i'm i'm saying i'm bringing all this up just to point out that 
when you are comfortable with being wrong, with failing, it's not just a defense mechanism. It's not playing defense. It's actually playing offense. Because when you're comfortable with being wrong, you have more capacity to take risk. And when you take risk, that's an offensive strategy. That's um, that's proactive. That's good, for lack of a better word. Like, you can you can take risk more safely when you know how to fall and you know how to catch yourself, how to get back up when you do fall. So this is why it's important. Like it's again, it's one of those things that we don't really talk about on this podcast. Um, or no, not on this podcast. Like in general, that's what I meant to say. So those who are new around here, there's like a theme that's kind of developed on this podcast. Um, I don't really know what to tell people when they ask what this podcast is about. I say, I guess, like becoming a better human being. I think that's in the official description. Actually, this podcast is about becoming a better human being mindset. I guess you could say. But there's a theme that emerges where I'm basically painting the opposite side of commonly held beliefs. So I paint the opposite side of hard work. I say hard work can be bad for you. I paint the opposite side of patience. I say, you know what? Everyone says be patient, but it can be bad for you. And like that's driven. That's sourced from my incredibly different way of looking at things. And my slightly unique experiences, I guess. But this is another entry in that series, so to speak, of painting a lesser discussed, lesser explored topic about about um, success. One of the things that you need in order to, or you should have in order to sustainably succeed and be happy is the ability to bounce back. Because inevitably, when you're reaching for anything worth reaching, you're going to trip. You're going to bump into shit that you didn't know was there. And you're going to stop. And you're going to like be like, this hurts. Like, this is an injury. Or like, this is a failure. It hurts. I fell flat on my face. Well, I've said this in a part. I've made a whole episode fucking about this. The I, I've said before that, and I say it now again, that the ability to get back up is probably more important than the ability to maintain the consistent effort to keep going. Because you're almost certainly going to fall. You're going to encounter like speed bumps and the ability to get pick yourself, pick up the pace again after that is probably used, utilized more often than your ability to go hard because it's never just a straight road. Like it doesn't matter if you've got the fucking best engine for, uh, if you're if you're building a race car, it doesn't matter if you've got the best engine in the whole fucking world. If, you're, if your tires aren't right, like if you've got the best engine, and it turns out, shit, you're racing on like a really snowy, icy road. You got the wrong tires. Well, you're fucked. Like you're going to skid, go off a cliff or you're not going to go anywhere. Whereas someone else could beat you with like maybe a subpar engine and the right tires and the right driving techniques. So it's like there's multiple elements to this. And this is one of those things. It's in the race car analogy. I suppose the drive is like the engine and this is like the tires. You need to make sure that like they're both very crucial elements of a car. I mean, you could say, okay. Maybe the nitro is not that crucial. Windshield, just close your eyes when you're driving, you're good. Uh, steering wheel even, you could just like foot it on the pedal and use a wrench to guide the transmission or whatever. You don't need a gearbox, just stay in the same gear, but you know how to steer, whatever shit. Like there's a lot of less crucial elements, but this is like the wheels to the engine. Like being able to fall, being able to take a hit and come back up. This is something that I think about not very often actually, which is why I like to talk about it like on this podcast because it helps me think about it too. But it's something that's crucial nonetheless. One thing which um, I'm not trying to make my dick look bigger than yours here in, in saying this, I'm just trying to paint like, you know, drive the point home, put the nail in the coffin, so to speak. Or maybe that's the wrong analogy because that's probably a negative thing. But whatever, like put the last nail in. I was talking to a friend the other day 
about um, how I'm weird. Because we were joking around that all his friends are weird, weirdos. And I was his friend. So I was like, well, how am I weird, fucker? And so he was listing a bunch of things. He had he pulled out a notebook, right? He had a doc, a Google doc. And I saw the edit history. It went back up. The timestamps were, you know, up to three years ago. So this guy was serious. He had like a whole fucking list. No, I'm just kidding. He just used it off the top of his head. But like he was talking about things that were uh, wrong with me. And one of the things he said was he observed that I seem to have an unemotional attachment to the outcome of things like that's why i can try really hard um to reach things and ask for a lot because i'm unemotional if i don't get it cool if i get it cool either way i move on and i don't really pay attention to compliments much because i don't really care that much because like i may say nice things to me i really do appreciate it but in terms of how of helping me move forward i don't really care it doesn't make a difference to me because i'm gonna do it whether all 7 billion of you hate me for it or not because that's just me who else can i be but me so i don't care if you like it or don't like it it's just what i do but like this compliment of him saying um i have an unemotional attachment to the outcome now that i think of it it's kind of like the ability it's part is one of the ways that i'm so good at falling or not let's not say so good it's one of the ways that i can get back up when I fall. It's because when I fall, I'm like, okay, dust myself off. What needs fixing? Put a bandage here. Put a bandage there. I'm good to go. And I'm not wounded. My emotional side is not wounded by the fall. So that helps a lot. Anyway, that was the episode of The Color Pink I leave you with today. Um, Serious people, if you're here for the serious mindset content, you can fuck fuck off right about now. Thank you for listening. If you're on Apple Podcasts, do leave us a rating. At Spotify, anywhere else, um, follow, subscribe to get notified when we post new episodes it's like every day so it means it's called the cupping daily genius we're gonna go into housekeeping and first thing i want to say is thank you for all of you who are listening thank you for you beautiful people for sending me all the nice instagram dms um commenting on even if you don't comment on like my mindset stuff content you comment about how it's funny or nice that i'm shirtless on all my videos thank you too i mean i'll take it whatever shit you have to say i'll take it And uh, I appreciate you taking the time. Now, on to the next most important thing. Popular episodes. And I mentioned this because some of you, you may may not want to listen to every single one. That's the beauty of this podcast. It's like daily. So you have a big selection of recent shit to listen to pretty much all the time. So some popular episodes from this week, just picking off. um, Your world isn't everything. That's one. Being yourself is underrated, which is kind of a joke episode, which is why it's hilarious to me that it's um, doing so well. I did it when I was sick. Um, And never ignore your humanity. That's another one, which is doing pretty well. So those are some, that's some shit you can listen to if you're so inclined and you don't have time to listen to them all. Anyway, um, for the person who inspired this episode, I'm sure you know who you are. If you're listening What's up, bitch? And on that note, I will end the podcast. (laughs) I'll end this episode right here. I will talk to you tomorrow, motherfuckers. Peace out.